Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where we explore what it means to be a follower of Jesus. This week's podcast is about serving. It's easy to discuss serving in terms of role or activity, but I'd like to explore it in terms of our motivation. To do this, I'd like to look at a situation that occurred when Jesus and the disciples were celebrating Passover. It was the last meal that they were to share together. And as the disciples talked, they began to discuss who would be the greatest amongst them. Jesus, clearly unimpressed by the tone of their discussion, responds to them and Luke by actually addressing the issue verbally. John picks up the same theme, but addresses it by how Jesus answered their question by an example. John understood that an example in serving was the best way to actually express the truth to it. I love what Jesus said in Luke, and it's found in Luke chapter 22, verses 24 to 27. And this is how it reads in the New Living Translation. Then they began to argue amongst themselves about who would be the greatest among them. Jesus told them, In this world the kings and great men lorded over their people, yet they are called friends of the people, but among you it will be different. Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. Who is more important, the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? The one who sits at the table, of course, but not here. For I am among you as one who serves. In Luke 22, we see Jesus address the disciples' attitude about their own self-importance with his words. John 13, we see Jesus address the attitude with his example of washing their feet. Jesus encourages us to follow his example. If he served, so should we. In fact, he even goes on and the end of chapter 13 to say that it will bring for us a sense of joy. I believe that this passage has a couple of really simple keys that are important for us to consider as we give our life in the service of the King and others and as we pour ourselves out as a living sacrifice. The first is love. Jesus makes it clear from the beginning of this passage that love is what motivates him. Verse 1, he says, He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. Jesus makes his comment up front because he wants us to know love is our beginning point. Duty, kindness, obligation, satisfaction may be great reasons, but we need to follow the example of Jesus, which is love. Do you think it was easy for Jesus? Washing the feet of Peter, who he knew would deny him. Washing the feet of Judas, who he knew would betray him. And yet, do you think that Jesus washed their feet any less carefully? Identity. 
When your identity is secure, you are not worried about what the task is, just that you serve to the best of your ability. Verse 3, it says, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. I remember years ago helping at a disabled camp, and at one point we needed to get the doctor, and so I was asked to go and get the doctor, Phyllis Taylor. I was expecting to find her in an office or at a first aid site, but I was directed down to the camp toilets. Seeing my confusion, I was told that Phyllis Taylor came knowing that they needed a doctor, but that because her services would be needed seldom, she would spend her time cleaning the toilets. This was a woman who had given most of her career serving in the leprosy mission in Africa. She had come back to New Zealand and she served in senior medical positions. But she never lost her heart of being a servant because her identity was firmly established in who she was in Christ. She didn't need to flaunt her title. She didn't need to celebrate her success. All she wanted to do was to demonstrate her love of Jesus by the way she served. When you know who you are and where you're headed, it's easy to serve because your identity is not in what you do. Your identity is in the God who made you, who loves you and has an eternal plan for you. Third thing is humility. Says in verse 4, speaking of Jesus, So he got up from the table, took his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. Surfing has a way of stripping your pride from you, just as Jesus stripped off his outer garment. The value of serving is that it often helps remove what cannot be stripped off any other way. Jesus sought to give us an example by taking on the lowest, dirtiest job. Imagine walking through the roads of Jerusalem at that time, littered with sewage and animal dropping. It kind of makes putting away the chairs on Sunday morning look pretty good. When we love, we don't care about what the job is. It's pride that often gets in the way, that causes us to want a particular job or to be acknowledged or to have a particular title. Pride's a dangerous thing. St. Augustine once observed that pride is not one sin, but two. First, it was telling the lie that you did this all on your own. I'm sufficient. Second, it's stealing the glory that belongs to God. You're actually saying, I did it without your help. And you take what belongs to God. When we are worried about the unpleasantness of the task, we may need to revisit motivation. Have you ever considered that pride and possibly choosing not to serve or to serve with a poor motive is like lying or stealing? Serving is the simplest way to imitate our Saviour. Imagine if we stopped thinking of service as a task or something that we're gifted at or called to and instead asked, am I following the example of Jesus? Do we check our motivation 
our identity and question our pride as much as we do our availability? I hope so. Thank you for joining the Cultivate podcast. If we can help you with anything or you'd like some notes, please email us at crosscultivation at gmail.com. God bless.